Good morning, Peter. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Silvana. And good morning to the listeners. How are we all doing this morning? Fantastic. Thank you for asking. It's Friday. It's weekend. It is indeed. It's looking <laughs> a little miserable on my side, I have to say. It's a little bit clouded over and a bit windy here in Hout Bay. So mm-hmm. hopefully there's a bit of sunshine in store for the weekend. But yes. uh, we'll um, we'll take whatever needs, whatever whatever the, the weather throws at us. Absolutely. Um, but it's supposed to be great weather this weekend because we're we're heading down to the watch the Formula E tomorrow, which will be quite mm. an exciting thing to do. Yeah. Hopefully the, the, the lights stay on. Yes, yes, yes. We hope that there are a number of road closures, but uh, there are some alternative routes as well. Now, this week mm-hmm. we discuss almonds. I must tell you, my favorite raw almonds, the absolute go-to. Uh, so tell us a bit about some recipes and how we can use almonds. Yeah, sure. It's an interesting, actually, the interesting thing about almonds is that it's not actually a true nut. Mm-hmm. It's actually what's referred to as a droop, which is the same sort of family as the peach and the plum. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's the kernel or the seed inside of a nut. So um, it's a, actually quite an interesting fruit. But um, and, and you have to be careful how much you eat. There are actually trace elements of cyanide oh, in almonds, and, and particularly the, the bitter almonds. They used to be used many, many years ago um, and, and to, to extract cyanide out of bitter almonds, and it was used in medieval times as poison. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you've got to be careful. Although for the normal sweet almonds, I think you need to eat something like um, 15 kilograms in one sitting in order to get cyanide poisoning. So I think there's no there's no real fear of, of mm-hmm. any cyanide poisoning from your normal um, almond consumption. Yes. Um, but they're they're an interesting they're an interesting droop or we'll call them nuts today, um, in it, because it's um it's a very widely um, uh, farmed uh, product, especially here in, in in the Cape, because they grow best in sort of Mediterranean climates. So they originate from Iran, but I think that the the, the region that probably has the largest of, of almond cultivation is in California, and it's an interesting thing because the the the, the plant is is what's known as self incompatible which means it um it requires pollen from another tree in order to mm-hmm. fertilize itself yes so so when they grow these um uh, almond trees they have to have different varietals of almonds in the same orchard in order that they can cross pollinate between trees and it's actually interesting because um the the, the pollination of of the california almonds which is that their 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 harvest is is in fact now during february um, it's the largest annual managed pollination event in the world. It involves about one and a half million hives of bees mm-hmm. that are brought to 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 California to to help pollinate the the the, uh, the almond trees. In fact, it's actually nearly half of all beehives in the U.S. get transported to California. If you can imagine what a nightmare that must be, yes. transporting 1.5 million beehives Goodness. all the way to California just to populate the almond trees. Yeah. So there are, there, there's a reason why the nuts are quite expensive is because the, you know, the actual actual cultivation of them is actually quite an expensive undertaking. Mm-hmm. But um, from a nutrition, a nutrition point of view, very, very good for us. They're a great source of protein, um, vitamin B, riboflavin, also vitamin E, so very, very healthy treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, from a from a point 
view of, of, of a great snack, probably one of the best protein snacks that you can have. For me, I'm a, I, I can't survive if I don't know I've got one of those little bags of almonds, roasted yes. almonds on me all the time because <laughs> that's my, my go-to snack of roasted almonds. So yes. I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big, big fan of almonds. Mm-hmm. But I think in, 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 most, in most cultures where, where almonds are used generally – it's in in sweeter dishes, you know. Um, the first thing that, that springs to mind is obviously is mars thick fondant layer that's often used to coat cakes. It's used in biscuits. Um, I actually remember I did um, a, a trip uh, where I was cooking in uh, in Spain in Madrid a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, and they actually have a a marzipan museum. Oh, wow. So you often see those little sweets that are made out of marzipan that look like different fruits. They yes. make them out of marzipan they draw, and they look exactly like strawberries. Well, they have it in a museum and they have entire kind of tableaus and wow. castles and, and classic kind of themes that are built completely out of marzipan. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see some of these structures are about, I don't know, two or three meters tall and about four or five meters wide and everything there was one massive one of snow white and the seven dwarves to medieval castles all all um all uh mixed out of and made out of marzipan um of course they're all behind um glass and glass boxes so no one can go and have a lick at them because i'm sure (laughs) someone would try and bite one of them yes or do something stupid, you know, people can be. Yeah. Um, but I think I think generally uh, marzipan is probably is probably um, the the most common use of almonds. But I mean, you know, if you think of if you think of what, when you buy almonds, it's the only nut that you get either in in nibs or it's mm-hmm. flaked. You get it blanched without the skin on. Um, so it's it's one of the most versatile nuts used in baking, and whether you use it in biscuits mm-hmm. or in cakes. Or in in little pastries, which is often done. It depends on what you use it for. I mean, also the other thing that's become hugely popular now is um, is almond milk. You know, it's it's yes. a it's a pillar, healthier alternatives option. to 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 yeah to, to cow's milk. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a it's a hugely versatile fruit, for want of a better word. Um, I mean, if you think of if you think of things like um, in French cuisine, the, the, the hazelnut meringues, like layers of almond and hazelnut meringue, and it's in a in a dessert called a daqua, which is this kind of layered base that's at the bottom. That's where you're basically folding in c- crushed almonds into meringue, and you bake it so you've got the solid nutty base. Yes. Um, so it, it, again, I mean, I, I'm I'm not a massive dessert eater or baker, so I actually prefer. Uh, savory almonds, mm-hmm. um, but I think you know things like almonds in toasted almonds and salads in in things like couscous. A nice little recipe for, which is a little bit sweet and a little bit savory, which I like to do, is if you take, you can use the blanched almonds or use the mm-hmm. ones with the skins on it. Pretty much the same, but if, what I like to do is is melt a, a, about a tablespoon of butter mm-hmm. in a pan, and then uh, about a tablespoon of soft brown sugar. Yes. Um, a pinch of salt and a mm-hmm. small pinch of cayenne pepper, and then some freshly chopped rosemary. Now you melt that in the pan till the sugar starts to melt, and then you throw in your almonds mm-hmm. and toss that. Wow. Probably about two packets, so two hundred grams of almonds, mm-hmm. and then you toss that in. And what it does is the the, the the butter coats all the nuts, and then when they when you leave them to go cold, you get this lovely kind of sweet and savory you got this nice little hit from the chili mm-hmm. from the cayenne pepper but then you've got this nice sweet crunch to the almonds and it really is quite a nice 
little snack. We often used to do it um, as as bar snacks. Oh, and you, wow. you know, once you when you've done them and you've taken this most beautiful smell of nuts, you take hot bowls of that and put it on the bar, mm-hmm. and they get hoovered up in seconds. Of course, when we do it as bar snacks, we we tend to add a little a little more cayenne pepper and a little more salt than we would do normally, yes. because it makes people buy more drinks because of the heat <laughs> and the salt. So, the um, extra kick. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and of course the other thing that's also become hugely popular these days is is almond flour. Now, basically, almond flour—it's it's quite interesting because almond flour is just ground almonds. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I saw for some strange reason, which I couldn't understand, it was beyond me, that I, I was looking to—I was making a a, 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 a zero carb dessert, and I was looking for almond flour, and. If you buy it as almond flour, mm-hmm. it's 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 about it's a third of the price that if you buy ground almonds, and it's the same thing. So you buy those little hundred gram packs of ground almonds. Yes. If you are doing any baking, go to the health section and buy what is now called the almond flour, which is basically just ground almonds, and it's at a fraction of the cost of buying. The, you always see them in the in the baking section when they hang up there with all the nuts and the bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Go to the health sign, you'll probably find it in 500 grams, and it's much, much cheaper than buying it. For, for some reason, I don't know whether it's – once it's a – Sorry, you're breaking it's up there? flour, mm-hmm. you can't charge that much for it. Yes. So I think if you if you use a lot of it, actually go to the health section of your supermarket mm-hmm. and you buy it in a larger container, usually in 500 grams, and it's infinitely cheaper than actually buying the little packets that you would do in the yeah. normal baking section. Um, and I use it. I use the, the almonds uh, flour in in just about anything that I would that normal with flour that you want to. So for example, we I make fish cakes mm-hmm. um, or burgers. And, and, and sometimes you need to dry the mixture out. And normally, traditionally, you'd add like a, um, um, some flour to your, to your fish cakes or breadcrumbs to your burgers. If you're, again, cut carbs out of your diet, if you yes. replace that with almond flour, so you put um, the same amount that you would do breadcrumbs, you use almond flour into your burgers. Not only is it healthier for you, but you get this lovely kind of nuttiness to it. Nice. Adds, not only does it add a texture and, 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 and bulk your burgers out, it also adds another dimension to the flavor that the breadcrumbs don't do. Wow. And the same if you're making fish cakes. Yes. Um, I have a tendency to same thing, use almond flour, would normally use flour. And you get the same effect in terms of consistency, but you get an added dimension from flavor. Nice. So almonds are pretty versatile in terms of what, where you can apply them and in what forms you use them. Yes. Wow, you definitely gave almonds a twist to that as well. I never knew you could do the fish cakes with that almond flavor coming through. It sounds quite delicious. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I know. No, so to say, it, mm-hmm. when you use the almond flour, it's not just about baking. You really can use it in, in, in savory applications. Yes. It's also nice if you use it for coating for something. Mm. Uh, in the same way that you would use um, egg and, and, and breadcrumbs, you can use egg and almond flour. Absolutely. Um, you just need to be careful when you fry it that the, the, the pan doesn't get too hot so the nuts don't burn. Yes. But also that with, with, with egg, when you dip things in egg and then in, into almond flour, get a lovely, again, a nutty crunch to the outside and it's much healthier for you. Okay, super. Well, thank you for those ideas, sharing those tips. And uh, any plans, special plans for the weekend? Well, I'm, as I say, I'm hoping to head down to watch the Formula E tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I did I did some cooking. I did a, I did a braai on uh, 
Beach mm-hmm. at the Surf Club for um, some of the Nissan drivers um, this week. So I'm going to go check out the Formula E and watch these fantastic cars shoot around the circuit at 300 kilometers an hour. Yes. Um, it's quite ironic that we're, we're in load six, uh, stage six load shedding, but we have the first uh, Formula E race of yeah. electric cars. I think <laughs> the irony is, is not lost on anybody. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's going to be quite exciting. I mean, the speeds mm. and stuff that they get. And I'm looking forward to seeing that track. I think yeah. I, I was there during the week and they've set up all the fences and stuff. It's going to mm. be quite fascinating to see you know, these Formula, Formula E cars racing around yes. the streets of Cape Town. I think it's going to be a great spectacle. Mm. It's going to be great fun. And we're hoping that there's going to be some so lights tonight. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be that'll be Saturday will be my that's that's pretty much my day for the weekend. Well, super. Well, thank you so much Peter, uh, catching up with you and we do this next week same time. Yes. Listeners until we meet next week, may the source be with you. May the source be with you. Bye for now. Bye. <laughs>